Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by Bibi Dalman and Rosalind McNally. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of the Earth School. And I'd like to welcome my partner in crime, Bibi Dalman. You're very welcome, Bibi. Hi, Rosalind. Hi, everybody. Um, so this week we are exploring the energy from the 10th to sort of the 11th, actually, to the 17th of June. I finally got it right. Um, so we're diving into sort of the energy that is present and available to us. Um, we're recording this sort of on the day in Ireland in a way for the, the solar eclipse. Um, so when you're listening to this, then you're still in that energy because it's not just for one day. And I know we, we chat about this a lot on the podcast, but this coming week then sort of feeding off the reverberations of that, but also the potential that is in this space. Um, and some of the longer, sort of energies we're tapping into again like we might discuss this week also about how to work with them around sort of our power our actions um but in a different way than maybe we might be used to mm -hmm. so bb my dear mm -hmm. how would you see the week coming up i think actually before we even dive into that mm. i think at this point if i would almost encourage everyone to re-listen to last week's episode um, I feel there, there are like a couple of core components that we touched there. And even if you have listened to it last, last week, so much may have changed for you within the last week that when you re-listen to it, you'll be stimulated in a new way, in a different way. And I think that's really potent going into this week. Um, the energies are similar, but quite different. I think what's mm -hmm. different is the container, is us, how we perceive those energies. And I think with, especially with those, um, longer sort of, activations that are going on for several months sometimes several years and then they they peak at certain months and certain times um when i'm working with people it's uh, i'm trying to convey that idea that it's never just the energies but when the energy meets you the first time and then when you revisit that energetic activation six months down the road maybe um you have changed, you have been mm -hmm. activated. And with that first activation, you've had all those experience over those six months and then we're diving into it. So I think um, there is that in sort of an intensified form this mm -hmm. week with the eclipse, with um, Uranus squaring um, Saturn, uh, those qualities again that we touched on last week. So yeah, I think revisiting and i think journaling for those of you who journal whether it's like written journaling or audio journaling even listen or read over maybe what you journaled around last week uh that was invoked by those those conversations because you know we're peeling away layers and we sometimes don't notice the changes because they, they they're big but they can be subtle mm. like you're working through, it's like you know when you're chatting there it's like you know we can sometimes, you know, we hear of a transit happening. We're like, okay, it's this moment in time. Like, but like for some of them, maybe just in a space of a few days around it, but for other ones, we're swimming in them for a longer period. Like, and the longer we swim in anything, the more we maybe get to know it. But it'll come a point where we have maybe sort of reached the peak of that there or accumulation of it, or we have a clearer sense of if we, 
if we allow ourselves the opportunity to see it or to reflect back as well, like to see really what it's maybe guiding us towards or what mm. it's showing to us or what it's reflecting to us um, or maybe what it's sort of peeling away from us in a sense as well. Like, And sometimes those ones are, are they can be certain points where they're they're shaking the earth, but other times they're, they're subtle. Like, And as you said, it's like peeling away just little layers of skin rather than taking off a whole big chunk of yourself so over time you're you're different you're changed like that way but we can begin to sort of notice those parts of ourselves I feel that are that are shifting and changing but also the parts that are coming up from the deeper deeper unconscious as well like is what I feel over this last I've been feeling it over these last really probably last month or so but I know it's always there like but I really feel like it's like you're going into the deeper waters pulling out something and you might not look at it straight away but it's still it's still being worked on even though mm. you're not you know you haven't got every, all the tools out and you're not dissecting it like and you're not you know, looking into every inch of what's inside this here at this minute in time like you know I need to trace it right back to its full roots like it's more like just by the lifting off it out or it just rising to the top it's like it's beginning to really work itself through is the way mm. I'm feeling a lot of that energy recently like mm. Mm. Um, and especially just to, to try and I think it's just helpful sometimes to have context, um, just to think of the energies that are working with us. So that, that, that energy that we described last week's podcast episode of, of stability and our structures and our foundations, that has a 30 year cycle. So it takes 30 years for that energy to be in the same, in the same position in a way as a whole spiral. So, you know, that already gives you an idea of, you know, the longevity and, 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 and also, you know, um, the roots, how deep they may have grown over that time. And then, you know, very much the other energy we're play, are playing with Uranus is very much like this. Yes, it's quick and it's the inspiration can come quick. But again, for that energy to travel around in one full cycle, that's 80 years plus minus always a couple of years depending on when you know um so we're talking about like really long cycles mm -hmm. and do you know anyone that has done maybe any psychological therapy work or uh, any self you know development work anytime we go in um you probably have come across that we are all built in layers. You know, you come across, you you get the first ideas like, okay, this is what happens in my relationships, <laughs> always at a certain point. Interesting, you know, and then you go with that information to another relationship. You're like, oh, hang on a minute, I thought I solved that beforehand. It pops up again, and it's and that's popping up again. It's not that you're failing. It's not that you didn't understand it. It's not that life has it out necessarily for you, but it's it's a deeper layer of the same thing. So sometimes we revisit things more more than once and. And so I feel like we're in, in very much in that container. Mm. Um, again, the energies obviously came in over the last couple of weeks. I think we mentioned two or three weeks ago. It's like this patience element, but patience is not, it's not passivity. I think that's really important. There is a, there's a, a patience, having the patience to revisit again, having the patience to go a little bit deeper with the knowledge you've been given this far, go a little bit deeper of who you feel from this point you are, what are the things that are limiting you from that point? And just stay with that definitely throughout that week. But I would encourage you to do that for the next, I mean, ultimately for the entire year. <laughs> Yeah. But in these ebbs and flows, we're, we're just peaking now. And we talked about this so much before. Everyone perceives these shifts differently. You know, mm. there is there's some that feel it exactly on the 
date when when these energies go exact but many many of us feel it way before and or way afterwards and the penny sort of drops i think is also then it's not just when we're being affected but when the information has made it through all the different layers in our being until our, until it meets our conscious mind i think that's when for us the penny drops is like oh i get it mm. and so there's an invitation to maybe sense into all of those other layers you know that's that's already in your emotional body in your feeling body in your physical body that are swimming around but they maybe haven't formed into exact ideas of who you are or what you're going to do now when we all get to go out and reinvent ourselves you know yeah yeah and like um, um the beauty of patience is that it, it really allows us to surrender to timing as well like you know like asking the in a sense the aligned or the, the right time in a sense but the aligned time to take action the aligned time when to pause but it also allows us to really see what's going on within ourselves in those moments too like and I think that's that's why in a sense time is slow or different as well at the moment like is that it's allowing us that opportunity you know like rather than just doing the old running striving pushing it's kind of going mm, no we actually need you to really like you know go in reverse almost and really get the it's like the little things that make you do the things that you do that are so habitually a part of you that you actually begin to see them even more mm-hmm. so like and and the things the little beliefs the little thoughts the little limitations the ancestral stuff all those little things that keep you doing things the way you would have done so then that they can be hooked into the system in a different way almost or reprogrammed um so then we can do things differently like mm-hmm. and like and and or internal structures never mind or external structures are never going to change in one year like do you know like but we get to do the groundwork we get to do a lot of the work for ourselves to begin to identify them see them and then over time we can begin to change them but every little mm-hmm. every little subtle shift makes a difference like that way like so we begin to see when's the good time to act how what's making me act at this moment or what's telling me that you should be doing this now Versus, no, actually, this really feels like the time to step into the water in a sense, or it's actually time to step out of something like. Mm-hmm. Idea like when to act and when not to act. And, you know, when to act in what particular way. And I think so often we crave these big shifts, you know, but really when we look at nature and you look at big shifts, they're quite volatile a lot of the times you know it's like these big earthquakes and the big tsunamis and the big wildfires and you know whilst they bring certainly a shift and change they leave also like there's a cost to it there's destruction to it and so not to say that big changes can't happen immediately but we we sort of call them in and are we we packing them into this sort of cotton wool sort of Mm. setting you know when we call them in are we really prepared to go like an earthquake like with all the destruction of falling off of everything else in our life you know and there is a place and time for that um however if you look at the way nature works in other ways how water if you think of grand canyons in the world and how water sort of shows up repeatedly and the edge is against the rock. And you think when you look just for an hour, if you look for two minutes, nothing happens really. It's like the water doesn't really have any power. But then you look over a longer periods of time and you see this incredible 
pathways that water that seems to go always around stuff has made itself through the seemingly impenetrable rock. So this year feels a little bit of both, a little bit of earthquakey mm-hmm. and 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 the surprising storm and but I think also there's a lot in that and I think that sort of brings us into that other energy of the, that you sort of like start to bring in as well with our around our actions and how we act and when we act into this it also matters how we show up on a day-to-day basis as like how the water does the water keep showing up at mm-hmm. at the rock um and not every day in a tsunami form so not every day can we bring it you know we can't like we're gonna have some days in our week where you know we feel like there's the volcano like well massive creative force and i'm just putting it all out there and then there are other days where you feel like what you're doing or how you're showing up seemingly makes no difference in your life or in the world in general but just you know maybe with those images of nature it helps you to to remember that all of your actions are always powerful in different ways and change is always happening even if it's not, you know, what we consider sometimes changes, you stop one thing and start something else or you leave your job or you shift direction, you pivot and all there. Like, well, change is constantly happening every day, like just mm-hmm. by the choices that we're making, where we're directing our energy, where we're directing our focus, our time and all. So we have all these, we have in a sense control over some aspects of where we're directing it. Like, so it's like you're, you're carving something like, so each day I carve it a little bit of something like whether whatever it might be knowing that it's going to in the longer term get me somewhere I might not know yet at this moment that way like it might change in some sense but I keep putting my time and my energy or just my sort of just yeah my vibration into sort of where I'm wishing to go even if there's no in a sense action part attached mm-hmm. to it or physicality attached to it but energetically it's like I'm not you know, this is where I really feel my vision or this is where I want to shift and change within my being. So I'm going just to allow my energy to be present to that. But it doesn't mean I have to take out the whole tool set and hammer living daylights out of it this moment in time. So to me, it's like this. I just keep you keep showing up like, mm-hmm. you know, you show up and some days you're the, the tickets there and you hop on the train and other days you're just standing at the station. But looking at everything that's happening within your world, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes it really is just called for to go, this is the day and I'm not going to come back to work tomorrow. But more often than not, something else happened before that, you know. So, you know, if if, if that's, let's say, is something that you're, you're feeling like you're calling in, then and you feel like you're not ready to change your job because, you know, there's no other opportunity there or whatever reason. Like there's so many ways of engaging with that, that, you know, apart from the obvious physical action, but you, even the lead up to it, reconciling the fears around that you know bringing awareness to those parts well what do I need what's freaking out inside of me right now by thinking gonna have to take that loop how can I stabilize myself like who am I what what's my support system you know in this world and in all other ways you know so there are the 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 small things that we can do that are actually supporting a massive shift so when we come to these external like these activations from the outer planets that like i said like it can take a whole year and it just peaks in two or three times there might be around those peak times sort of almost like the water has carved enough now and that whole rock comes sliding down finally um 
but in between there are all these small ways how we show up that's really really important that actually facilitates sort of the cracking open mm. of our possibilities our ways or, or what a next stepping stone might be revealed so um i feel there's there's like definitely this tone of what are we giving ourselves permission to explore you know what are we giving ourselves permission to to feel what are we giving ourselves permission to start bringing into the world like you said even like the vibration intention um that you maybe previously haven't given yourself like we're in these 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 times as well where there is this opposition between mars and, and and pluto which is the week beyond that it was exact on the 5th of june uh, 21 that happens sort of ish every two years but there is a question of empowerment and that goes for both internal what am i empowering myself to do to act but also what has the my environment previously like what were the ways in which my environment seemingly allowed me to act and what has changed and so there's there's a paradigm shift i think that's that can come in if we're willing to see that there's a cracking open of how we see our own capacities how we see like do i have the right to speak up do i actually have the right to consider getting into that job or out of that job you know um that is just a flavor i think that permission piece is really really important what are we giving ourselves permission to mm. be to do to sense yeah yeah we've chatted on a full enough for permission i think last week as well like and a big part of it is giving ourselves that the power to do that there like you know like but also really acknowledging our inner authority do you know like to actually see that part of me that goes okay like you know there may be all this external stuff going on outside in my life and all like but when I come into my own authority or connect to that part of me my inner authority and all they're like you know where is that really looking to go or where does that want me to shift change or just to be to pause to rest recoup or whatever it might be like you know like so that I can then sort of spark that that change in myself or in my life like you know but to me it's like that you know because power sometimes seems so external or it seems like such a force but really it's like or inner authority like mm -hmm. you know that I have the strength to make these changes and like I have the strength of I'm choosing you no know, you're using the example of switching jobs and all there like you know so I have then in authority then it lies on me to work with all the foundational stuff like mm -hmm. which is all those parts you know the fears the beliefs the limitations they're the foundations the springboard then from which I will launch myself and sometimes we're trying to launch ourselves without dealing with the springboard so we're halfway up in the air and then we're like oh sweet god I have no parachute there's nothing beneath me to catch me and I know the fool's leap was a great idea but nobody told me about this part of it do you know like so it's like you know to me it's like while we're in that space we get to shift our foundations like you know so then we can really launch differently off them like so we're not always sort of really activated when we go to do something different which is usually what it is in a sense that activation is needed that you know that nearly being pushed into the corner is sometimes needed to get our ourselves into gear in some form or another like but we don't always have to do it that way like you know, we sometimes wait until the very last, last, like, little thing to happen until we will change our sales direction. But we already have been seeing the signs, like, 
but head in the sand sometimes going hopefully that doesn't need to really happen do you know, like so we can start like interacting with it before we end up in the corner like pushed and then mm-hmm. having to do it out of fear or high activation like that we can create a different space for ourselves like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i think there is that th- there's so many pieces to to that and around that as well in terms of you know um what am I jumping to hastily just because it's a yes. solution but not but not the the best solution or not the actual solution that I, I want you know so there is this this hastefulness again that, you know I think a lot of the times that's such a great time to to explore sort of our our, our fears around moving onwards uh, all those blockages because let me just take that because then I don't actually have to look at this other piece mm. and isn't that just good enough like it's lukewarm right it's it, it pays the bills or it like it's an okay relationship or it's 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 kind of an expression of who I am you know if you think of like a job or creative mm. for those of you self-employed or you know um work sort of in that in a spiritual creative avenue is like how much freedom do we give ourselves to really express who we are and that again retrospectively takes courage you know um i always remember um jody used to uh show some of his art and stephen's screen there was always you know on the fence like paintings hanging up um and i know from obviously knowing him and living with him how much it took to actually do that um because they were an expression of himself, you know, like, like all art in that way is, and how quick and easy it was for people to go past, and they would literally, they would literally say, "I don't like that." <laughs> I was like, "That, that's that, 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 that's okay." But didn't necessarily need to hear that, you know. But where are we? And we have both sides. I'm using it as an example because we have both sides in us, and I think we've both experienced both sides. The person one hand the artist that wants to show something express himself authentically and we also have been the person the consumer or the person who's watched a space and very quickly jumped to conclusion or judgment that's good that's bad you know what whatever it is so i think these are also times to kind of have a look at like where are we quickly judging others or what's out there in general because it's the same set of sort of systems that we use to judge ourselves and that can actually keep us from expressing ourselves so that would be a really beautiful time this week to sort of really bring that up and go like yeah you know like how harsh are we oftentimes we're harsh with ourselves as well but we are we might not speak it out but we are quite harsh with others a lot of the times as as well you know that's not good enough or you know um where we hold that inside so maybe pulling up those points and going like well you know especially around art because there's so many different ways of 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 of, of, you know relating to and expressing yourself but there is something around i feel like and that would be the other thing if people wanted to play around with like art and i don't mean necessarily paint or i don't mean necessarily making beautiful music but it's just some sort of expression playing around with like where you are a little bit vulnerable so doing both reducing a judgment towards others mm. 
and then bringing up your own vulnerability a little bring into you in a space where you maybe do something that's like really close to your heart you know a sort of expression maybe you you know in a relationship where you where it's time to actually you know speak from your heart and it might be taking the relationship to a different level or where it's just where you go like oh I don't know should I say that because I'm really putting myself into that vulnerable position um yeah I think it's it's there's a lot of that at the moment that's available to us and even in that space then like like you know you're chatting about people walking past Jodie's stuff and going oh I don't like that there it's like that's part possibly a projection too like so what are those spaces teaching me like what are they reflecting back to me like Mm. that maybe is showing me that oh I would like to be able to do that or I've been told I'm no good at that kind of stuff or I put myself out once and I'm still burnt from that there Mm. do you like so it gives us information that we can actually work with then like and maybe Mm. align us even more deeply to a part of ourselves that is looking to be expressed or brought out just for ourselves doesn't have to be for the world or a part of us that is looking to be reclaimed for ourselves like Mm. because so often like god bless my mother but like she'd go you know like i'm like oh i've seen this here this here's lovely she's like oh yeah but sure you could do that yourself and i'm like mother dear i do not have 30 years training and making those kind of things and i do not want to learn that there do you know like where else i suppose that's their her generation was like you know like my dad can turn his hand to anything like so so it's like oh if i want that i'll just make it or i'll fix it myself or Mm -hmm. you know i'll try and do it all by myself first of all like sort of thing like so it's, it's really interesting going, but like some people have certain skills that, you know, like maybe are enticing us into being able to do that or it could be a quality that they hold that we see and maybe nothing to do with what they're doing, but an energy. So even standing on Stephen's green sound paintings, the confidence, even though he might, knees might have been trembling together, you know, like, but the ability to go, bugger, I'm going to give it a shot. Like, mm-hmm. do you know, like, and to stand there with something that, is a part of you and you've created you know and allow other people to come in and in a sense have their own opinions do you know like but the ability to do that there and put ourselves out there with our work or with our expression of self it's always going to be met you know like not everybody's going to go oh i love every expression of you like because it's always going to be met somewhere along the way with well i don't like that or i don't think you should say it this way or whatever it might be so it's really um I've forgotten where it's going, but it's kind of like allowing us to, you know, grow that strength in ourselves um, to come back to really noticing, yeah, the qualities that maybe maybe we're seeing being expressed that really we're craving for as well. Like, mm. do you know, like, so like somebody was saying to me, they were giving a bit, you know, people are always going on, like going on about their social media breaks. And I'm like, and all I ever hear them chatting about is how they want to break themselves. Like, do you know, like, so they're projecting that I don't get to take a break, but all these other people do. And it's like, can you honor that little part of you then that maybe needs a rest even just for this moment if it mm-hmm. can't take a big sabbatical so it's using that information that we're seeing in the outside world for mm-hmm. ourselves too mm-hmm. and it's a call into like you said early on into autonomy you know um because i remember having witnessed him doing this for several months years um and how he shifted in you know because obviously some people loved it and some people mm-hmm. it's like told him <laughs> that it didn't resonate with him but the conversation we had around was the sense of like well he's gonna always gonna do that you know and there will be always people who like it and don't like it and so for me teaching yoga at the time not necessarily up till then thinking about the teaching element as a creative expression um that time changed a lot because 
you know, I think to some extent we can all fall risk to tailoring our expression so we don't get the comment of, well, I don't like that, you know, because if you put your heart and soul into it and somebody says like, well, I really didn't like your class, it, it, it goes places, mm. you know, but it, it, it takes practice, you know, and eventually you can, eventually, you probably, it's always practicing, but where, where you can stand there where people really like some of the stuff you're doing and other people just like really don't resonate with you and you can still come from that deep place, your heart, your soul's expression. And I think to talk about the dynamics of Mars that's so often just described as willpower and as, you know, doing and, and quickening and it has all of that. But I think when it comes to, when we talk about doing our work, not the J-O-B, but doing our work, our dharma, our purpose, I think that all plays a big role role in that. How am I showing up at work, but also in relationships, in the world in general, maybe diminish in a certain way out of fear of how judgment might come in, you know, or also alternating my expression so that more appraisal comes in. And um, and this happens for all of us all of the time, you know. And um, but it's a it's it's a beautiful time, I think, to to find maybe somewhat of threads somewhere in your life. It doesn't matter where you see it, like. And I mean, if you want, you can go to the deep stuff. But you know, if you've never done this work, I would always suggest go into an area of your life. There's not that much weight on it, you know. Where it's like, oh, I'm really in that relationship with that friend, I'm altering how I speak depending on whether I get the head nod of the other person or whether I get the weird frown. And if that's a relationship that's like the, at the periphery, that's not, you know, at the core of your structure, that could be a good place to start playing with your authenticity. We're playing with like finding your voice of stepping into sharing things, who you really are. And I think that can create so much alignment of your inner world that that is empowering in itself and then you can bring that across you know a range of different areas in your life mm. and it's interesting because in reality we never really know you know like somebody could be looking at you you think it's weirdly and that's actually their really interested face you know like mm. so sometimes so often in life that we're and even when we put stuff out onto social media or into newsletters and all do you know like if it's we sometimes forget that what we're receiving back or what we may be seeing physically is just our interpretation of what they're experiencing like and I see it so much in class you're like I think I think they've lost them like and then they're all chatting oh my god yeah you said this and you're like oh my god you were actually listening and I thought you had gone off into a totally different planet like you know so it's really interesting watching ourselves like but it is like you know it's easy to go you know be your authentic true self like but we have to deal with so much of our baggage from when we were Never mind anything else, but even in this lifetime where we were not allowed to be our authentic, true selves. Mm. Do you know, like, so we've learned to either people please, we've learned to stay there, shut down, we've learned to play certain roles very, very well. We've learned to deliver so often what people want to hear versus what's really burning through our system to be spoken about, possibly, or to be expressed or brought out. Um, you know, even in relationships, never mind our work or expression of self, like, you know, how often are we really our, our true selves? Like, do you know, like, so we're, every time we step forward, we're going to meet another little part that's like, ah, uh, 
no, can we not just like, we got used to this little place. We've got used to being this way. And it's like, but we're here to grow, evolve and get to know ourselves even more and to go deeper into our own being. Like, so we're always, I think, with expression of self and with especially if we're in places where we, you know, stand in front of, like teachers still stand in front of people and all there, like, do you know, like or any environment where we're interacting with other people or even our family is a key of that there. You know, like we're always going to be invited to grow in those spaces, but we're also going to meet straight away the little part of us that's like, no. And sometimes we need to deal with, as we mentioned earlier, sort of getting, feeling safe, feeling stable, feeling secure in ourselves before doing that. And then other times we just have to do it like because that gives that feeling of oh actually it is okay to for me to be this way so it's kind of like a little mixed bag sometimes like but it is it's it's one of those ones you know it's so easy to chat about like yeah be true to yourself be authentic and I know from chatting to people I know my own life that's so much easier said than done like do you Mm -hmm. know like and then you just learn like you you, in a sense be yourself like but it'll Mm -hmm. always be evolving and growing like and it'll always then bring up another little smaller part of yourself that's looking for love, attention and to be told that she is okay, she's more than enough, like she's perfect and she's allowed to come out and play. Mm, love that. And at, at the core of that is, is really, you know, when we talk about purpose through the yoga tradition of, of Dharma, um, which leads us to the, the book of the Bhagavad Gita, which is an Asian text about, when I say about yoga, it doesn't mention a posture just once. <laughs> Not that part of yoga. It's the state of yoga. Um, but essentially the message there, so there's a question about, you know, how to be in life, how to be experience joy in life, how to be authentic. You know, all of these sort of themes are at the core of the Bhagavad Gita and the story of Dharma. And so often we go, well, what's my Dharma, my purpose? And we go into the J-O-B, right? But again, Dharma through that lens is so much about what oozes, what emanates out of you into the world. And again, this might be a painting. This might be how you show up in conversation with somebody else. But one part in the Bhagavad Gita is really clear on that, where it says, the way to approach that whole concept is to slowly shift and it takes time it doesn't say slowly shift it's just like shift but you know that's my experience of working with that it's probably a slow shift from focusing on the outcome to focusing on actually your actions so in that case thinking back of me instead of thinking how do the yoga classes land with the people or who likes them like landing yes checking in does it land but you know do they like it do they not like it? it's like more so checking inwards like what's the message that's coming through what do i feel is needed in the world and how can i create a class that allows to be a transformative container for everyone to have the experience they need in that particular moment and then there will be always people that like it and don't like it so it's the shifting from what we expect, you know, the job at the end or the money at the end or the accolade or the approval of others to can I approve of my own actions in the moment? And what I've found in what the Bhagavad Gita sort of in the story promises is the sense of joy that even if you were to follow your own dharma, your own purpose, your own work, your own intention, like really badly, like an amateur, which most of us were just like, falling into this we're following breadcrumbs you know there's there's very few of us that have this specific calling that they carry straight through most of us like 
I guess, over here somewhere. But you're, even if you do you essentially, like really amateurly and really shakily, there's more joy and more resonance in life and aliveness to be had than trying to do someone else's job, dharma, position in a seemingly perfect way. And how often do we see that? And how often have we played into that? On the outside, we've created a persona that is very much accepted by society or our families or even at work. Or we literally took a job, I think, in our generation, we all have some some of those stories, right? Where we took maybe a job that we thought at some point was was for us. And then we realized, oh my God, I took that job out of conditioning, out of so many other things, because at the point I didn't even know myself well enough. And so instead of trying to, you know, become successful in a career, in a position or in a relationship that already feels sticky and icky, even no matter how shiny it looks on the outside, but it will always have this abrasiveness on the inside. And we know that because there's always a level of anxiety we carry within us. There's a level of, of grief, of fear that we're in there in a seemingly perfect position when other people say, well, you have it all, don't you? You have that house, you have that job. There's like, isn't that great? And there's something inside of us that goes like, I, I really don't feel alive in my life, you know, uh, versus doing ourselves, doing us in a, in a way where we're just feeling our way in. But the joy to be had from painting your picture, of speaking your truth, of the experience of autonomy when you can stand there and receive still very hurtful projections, critical comments, whatever it is, but you're not not altering. You take it in as what it is like, okay, that's that's an interesting point of view. You might consider that actually. You have a good point. But without this pleasing of the external mm-hmm. world. And I think this Pluto, Mars sort of cycle again is a point that falls into everything else we've discussed beforehand and in the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, because we can talk about these inner shifts for so long at some point they will have to show up in the smallest mm-hmm. things that we on a day-to-day basis that we do right yeah. and so it's that that call it's it's that time is like okay let's let's play around with that are you showing up in the authentic way are you giving yourself permission to do that yeah yeah we can end up um processing i remember <laughs> we used to just oh god it's probably about 10 years ago like it was a group not even i wasn't a, so it's just sort of a thing I won't go into too much. We just go to an altar, like, but everybody like, oh, I'm processing and processing and processing. And we'd be sitting there killing ourselves, laughing, having the best crack, like, going, are we meant to be processing? Like, because we're just having fun here. Like, you know, we're just in, but, ever, but the processing was the, attached to processing all of the time. Like, you know, like you weren't really healing unless you were processing all of the time. Like, we were like, we must be missing something because we're just having a laugh, like, you know, um, and really enjoying life, like, and going off on adventures and all that sort of thing. Like, um, but we can get lost sometimes in the navel gazing and forget to actually live life. Like, yeah. do you know, like, and to me, that's what this energy is available for mm-hmm. going, okay, I have maybe been digging into the subconscious. I've been doing my healing work. I'm noticing where the resistance, the fear, when I put myself out there, I'm noticing maybe where I'm shrinking, where I'm people pleasing, where I'm adjusting myself. You like, but then I can spend so long dissecting that that I forget to actually, in a sense, do it like to come out and put the foot, the little toes out across the threshold 
and be myself like in the smallest way even initially like to begin to adjust it like so I can end up with the lovely story in the background of how everything that's made me you know feel small or made me feel that I can't express myself but then when when am I going to start creating the story that actually allows me to start you know in a sense it comes back to power take that power back within myself to start creating the story now for this next way forward like because I just end up keeping that that same old reel playing in my head like and that serves a purpose to a certain stage but then we have to begin rewriting them like mm. as well like and it's like when you're chatting it's like you know sort of what comes to my mind is like it's lovely asking people for feedback and it's lovely asking even family friends and colleagues and business partners and employers and you know their lovely six month handly reviews all that kind of stuff for feedback but do that I then allow that to really dampen my expression of self especially if it's one that feels really like yeah this actually is it because this might not be the crowd that you're going to end up sharing it with at the end of the day possibly like or a few of them or whatever way it is like so like we can to me it's all just information like so when I ask for feedback from things I go and that's really information and somebody go me I think you should do xyz I'm like yes lovely information Blech. not gonna be doing that like do you know like or oh that's a really interesting point I actually do like that do you know like so it's still the inner authority my knowing of myself that allows that not all of the time but learning and learning you know to go okay actually if I'm asking for feedback or looking to go what do you see in me that mm. that filters through my system rather than coming as a truth mm. if that makes sense you know like so that, that outside world it's still seeing the lenses that we're receiving that through almost as well at this time so if we're looking at the outside world stuff coming in and people giving opinions or we're putting things out and people giving feedback it's like okay yeah you know it's kind of like what they say you know if somebody really compliments you thank you if somebody goes that's really crap thank you you know like this is this is what it feels really true to me and it might take a while for me to find the people or the job or the employer or the partner or the friends that can resonate with that there like but mm. by me keep me keeping showing up as myself that will eventually reveal itself and come to form like mm. yeah I love that you call it you know authority because I think um what we sometimes stumble is especially going through the spiritual arena the holistic arena it can happen over time that we give all our authority externally Mm -hmm. because I have no ego I have no say so I'm just taking everything that's being brought to me and I take that and I've seen it so over so many years and so many people where we question ourselves to such a deep level such a root level that we actually disempower ourselves we become victimized to another dogma um so i think having that inner authority is really really crucial it's like you know and also with that comes having a couple of people in your life um, by couple that can literally be one or two (laughs) who can give you actual feedback as in you know who are not scared of telling you what they truly Mm. perceive out of fear losing you as a friend who can give you feedback from a place of what they feel is honesty but they still see that's their version of the event rather than the absolute and so someone who can frame and hold space like that they're amazing have them close by and have conversations with them and 
anyone that you go there's not that much self-awareness maybe on that part in that moment when the person says that might be reactive might be Mm. projecting might be literally just what they're like and not like um because there is a big part as a yoga teacher that hopefully your students don't always like you (laughs) you know when you come from a loving place because if they really really like you every time you're playing just to their patterns that's the other thing so you know but it has to come from a kind place but the same in life you know if people just like you because you do things exactly the way they like well there, there is this sort of commercialization almost of your essence where you're losing trust so running past your inner authorities think i think is just such such a key and crucial part and i mean that's also a way of getting to know yourself mm. you know yeah and that's like that's a chunk in itself, like, because then the question is, well, what the heck is that, and what does that mm-hmm. feel like, and mm-hmm. how do how do I how do I even know? Can I trust that now? Because I don't think I've listened to it in about whatever number of years, you know. Like, and then depending on what sort of in the sense of like a shark image has come into my mind, but you know, depending what's circling around me at that time when I'm trying to tune into my inner authority, does that have more power over me than being able to stay there? And they're all part. Oh, that like so we're not looking for a perfection like do you know like but we're learning that there's so many things at play at the one time I think mm-hmm. that sometimes we forget as well like so when my growth is happening there's con- contraction happening there's fears popping up there's mm-hmm. excitement and then there's like oh sweet god I don't want to do this there's so many parts of us you know moving and dancing together like but to me like your earth and our authority is like the center, the still quiet point, the inner compass part, the part that we can always come back to and learn to come back to mm. every time and just really tune into what's going on physically, mentally, emotionally, possibly even spiritually at this moment that I'm trying to, you know, if I'm thinking about speaking up, speaking to my partner about something that's really important to me. OK, what's all the little things that are going on here? And it doesn't mean I have to go, I need to go to therapy before I speak to my partner because there's all this going on it can be okay I can still do this while all these other little parts are moving and shifting and showing up and the little voices are chattering away in my head because I'm identifying them and I go okay little little anger okay we're we're not going to give you the mic today okay do you know like our fear okay we're just going to acknowledge you there maybe I might need to do something with you maybe I don't before I step into chatting with my partner say or whatever it might be like or even just doing whatever you're doing like Mm. and even if it's a case of noticing sort of your inner authority in terms of going like oh 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 i'm just witnessing myself shrinking in that Mm. conversation and then you have this little inner awareness between what's coming out of your mouth and this inner awareness of that's not actually me interesting and then you may try to adjust your language, but it doesn't work. So that that's often a key part mm. to be really kind to yourself. There might be a whole piece of time where you keep hearing yourself saying things that is a small expression of yourself while you're watching it. I think the key part is when you can notice that, when you have that inner authority, that inner awareness, then that's already the first start. The rest is sort of, it's almost like, you know, when you drive a car and you just take it out of gear, but you don't step on the brake, it just has its own momentum. Mm. So once you bring awareness to those patterns, you may keep saying a couple of things for a little while longer, but that's just its own momentum, you know? So to not get hung up over that, mm. but just, just keep watching. And as you're watching it, you're going to notice that, you know, 
maybe all of a sudden if somebody gives you a compliment you're just like oh thank you very much and then you just move on with conversation I'm like oh my god I didn't go like oh no not me you know so it's these these small things that you maybe notice or all of a sudden you you just spontaneously disagree with a friend which you would never do otherwise maybe and you go oh where did that come from mm-hmm. so it's it's a growth process but just don't be frustrated with yourself because there is a part where you feel it in authority and you still do on the outside all the things that may diminish mm-hmm. you in some way or form yeah um yeah it's even looking back at all the places and spaces in life where you have because you have somewhere in different parts of your life already listened and been and sat with that inner authority part of yourself like mm-hmm. so remembering what does that feel like and where have I done that and even noticing what made that maybe easy to do mm-hmm. um what allowed me to tune into it or maybe what was the environment possibly like do you know like that sort of made it really conducive to me listening and being with that part like um and as you said it's growth mm-hmm. growth doesn't happen in one big spurt sometimes it does that way like but usually it's over time like and it's often from an in growth that's always messy and it's always going to be teaching us so we're going to get loads and loads of loads of loads of opportunities in our lifetime <laughs> to tune into our inner authority. <laughs> so we don't need to accomplish it all today. Mm. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so everybody, we like to thank you for joining us today. And over the coming week, take this opportunity to I'm not going to say retreat, but just take this opportunity to watch and listen and notice in those little places in your life um, where you're, yeah, where you're working with your authority, where you're really deeply listening to the part of you, whether you call it something else, that's perfect too. Noticing maybe what pulls you away from it and noticing maybe what it feels like um, energetically is the word I would use. You might feel mm. it physically, mentally, emotionally, but also tune into the energy of it and what's going on within your own being, maybe when you're really in it strongly or when you feel you're being pulled out of it or shook out of it as well. But have fun playing with it is the most important thing to do. And as always, we look forward to gathering with you next week. And I'm going to end with just inviting you to leave a little review or a little five star thing on wherever you listen to the podcast. We really deeply appreciate your support. And I want to thank BB for joining me as always. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Rosalie. Bye. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Earth School podcast hosted by Rosalie McNally and BB Dalman. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites, bbdalman.com and thethirstysoul.com.